You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I know you're going to be really happy that you tuned in tonight because we're going to be talking about loving money. We have got author Kathleen Kemp with us tonight, and she wrote this incredible book that really brings about her philosophy on how every person can be a millionaire or a billionaire. It all has to do with your limiting beliefs and really not having the knowledge of the simple tools that you can do to make your life so much easier. It's like we're kind of choosing to be stuck without money because we're not choosing to learn. And we have got the book that's going to help you to actually change your life. It's so easy. It's not difficult, but we have to know what we're doing. And this is where Kathleen really comes to play here. This book is fantastic. Now, Kathleen Kemp is the founder of Your Path Financial and Your Path for prosperity. She is a professional financial advisor, educator, and speaker for the last 20 years. You know, she really knows about money. And it's something that, um, uh, I, I don't know, we've all been raised to, to fear. And our self-esteem is wrapped up in it. And our fear is wrapped up in it. This book can help you. I, I, I really, I can't tell you enough that if you really want to change a person's life, give them this book and let them discover it in their own way, the, the tools that they need. It's not difficult. And Kathleen is here to tell you that. This is really a great show. And I know that you are going to be so happy by the end of it. Because you know at least 10 people that you can go out and give this book to them that will literally change their lives. Now, they may not be ready to grasp it right now, but that's okay. If it sits on their shelf, you know that one day they're going to pick it up and they're going to get something that they are going to start tuning in and really create a a very prosperous life for themselves and for their children and for their friends because it's kind of like paying it forward giving that is something that literally is going to change their life i love this book and i love kathleen she really has some good tips for us today so i'm going to be bringing her back on because the more that we can share 
it, it brings about less fear around money and more about your ability to create it. And it's really that important. It's nothing to be afraid of. And it makes life so much easier when you can stop worrying about it and start loving it. So with that, let's take a fast break. And then we're going to be back on with my new best friend, Kathleen Kemp. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's here. It's hot. And it's a must read. It's the science behind the Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. Well, welcome, Kathy Kemp, to Love Attraction Talk Radio. I am so excited to talk to you because I just adore this book. And I adore the fact that you are helping so many people understand about prosperity and this is extremely important so welcome to law of attraction talk radio no oh, thank you i'm so proud and and grateful to be with you well let's get started because uh this i know everybody's tuning in to hear this and um i'm so glad you have that beautiful picture of loving money because it's like we have a love-hate relationship with money isn't it without a doubt I, I experience that all the time from clients, uh, actually just about anybody that you talk to about money. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, it's like, but, but if we hate money and we're so tired and stressed out, then what we're doing is pushing away money from us. So you and your book really talks about how we can get into the place of really love and appreciating money, right? Absolutely. That's the intention behind the book. It was what I found was one of the missing ingredients 
for people to actually experience prosperity. Wow. Now, now tell us what made you get into writing this book in the first place? Well, I started out as a financial advisor and I did workshops that were generally more geared towards just finance. And what I, what I found was they appreciated it, but I didn't really see a lot of change taking place. And that's because the fundamental belief systems were not changing. So then I decided to write a workshop. And the workshop is 10 weeks long, and it contains all of the information in this book and more because it's more experiential in nature. And it gives everybody an opportunity to participate in the actual exercises that I have in the book. Ah, wonderful. Wonderful. So those exercises are geared to us being to, um, well, understand why we are not being prosperous at the moment, right? You're, You're helping to train the mind. Yes. I'm a very firm believer in change your thinking, change your life. And if you can do that, that's how you succeed. But the trick is, how do you do it? Yeah. How do you change your thinking? And so the idea behind here is to help people in a process where they are on a journey, step by step, where they actually learn how to change their thinking. Because it's easy to tell people, change your thinking. But it's not so easy to do. No, no, it's really not. Especially so, when you're stressed. Oh, without a doubt. And more, more often than not, a lot of what's involved with money includes stress. So it's hard to think even rationally sometimes yeah. because of how emotionally involved you are in the subject. And Well, that's true because... You know, if you don't have enough money, you kind of beat yourself up. How come this person over here can do it? And I think I'm smarter than that person. Why am, why am I, why am I not the one with the money? Or, you know, it's, it's like we, we really have to change that attitude if we're going to do anything about it. And it's up to us. We are the creators of our lives. So we have to, and we can. And I think that's the point that you're telling everybody, you can turn this around. That's what makes this book so important. Yeah. And and, and I honestly believe that everybody can do it. I, I don't think there's any reason why anyone can. It might be a little bit more difficult for some than others, depending on their belief systems, depending on how long they've lived with these thoughts. Oh, yeah. Okay? True. Because it takes a while to overcome that whole, if you want to call it mind chatter, all right, that, that what keeps coming up and talking to you, even when you're wanting to think something different or wanting to believe something different. And so the, the key elements in the book bring the two together. So not only do I teach you how to believe in yourself, all right, and how to believe in your ability to be prosperous, but to apply it then so that I teach you some fundamental principles about money as well that 
really brought me into becoming a financial advisor. When I learned those little principles, I realized that if I could teach those to people and they could actually absorb them and use them, I knew it would change their lives. Yeah. Well, what what do you think is the biggest problem or the most common problem of people um, not thinking correctly? Well, I think people carry a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, Mm. a lot of fear. I think probably fundamentally fear is an enormous part. Um, And the fears can come from even from as early as childhood. It doesn't necessarily have to be just because of circumstances you've experienced today because they kind of run there. You know, the whole idea of money doesn't grow on trees. I mean, what does that say? That it's not easy to get money. That it's difficult. Or even some of the people who quote things from the Bible, but those quotes were never meant to imply that money was what was negative. It was the way people were dealing with money. Uh It was the idea of learning how to become personally responsible. And so when you change those, you eliminate fear and you change belief systems. And then you can embrace something new because you aren't ready to embrace something new if you're, if you're so tense and so fearful and so worried and so scared. And most of what I do with my clients is sharing this information, all right? And then at the end of my meeting with them, what I say to them is, do you feel better? Uh-huh. Because if you feel better, then something has changed. Because the reality is, they still have the same amount of money that they had when they first walked in the door. They still have everything the same unless they make something different. But they feel differently. And that's the first step, just changing how you feel. Okay, so that is actually changing your vibration. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. So does that take a long time to do? For some people, yes. For others, no. Um, it's funny. I've got, I have one client of mine and we laugh about this because we meet every year and every year she says the same things to me. And every year I say the same things to her. And I'd say it was about the fourth year that she said to me, Oh my God, I finally get it. It makes perfect sense. I don't have to be afraid. And that was when she first started doing things differently, but everybody has to, have to do it in their own way, in their own pace. It's like any part of a journey. It's like any part of growing. It's whether it's becoming more mature emotionally. Um, it, everybody does it at their own pace. So the important thing is that no matter what, no matter where they're at, you never stop encouraging. You never stop loving. You never stop supporting. You never stop sharing. You just keep being there for them right. until they. It's kind of like I can remember teaching my children math, all right? To me, that's a great example because you can tell when you're telling somebody something whether they understand what you're saying. You can see the lights come on in their eyes. And so sometimes you have to explain the same thing four or five different ways before those lights come on. But you have to be patient enough to respect that. Right. And never to judge. Never to judge. Because every single person struggles with their own demons. And we don't know what they really are. 
And just even think about it. How often do people even talk about finances within their own family? Ooh, ooh. Nope. I mean, really? I mean, they don't. I mean, nope. I mean, so, some of the older generation may have, but it was more, and not necessarily a bad thing in terms of saving and being conservative and so on and so forth. But once you get into the, I'd say, 50s and beyond. I don't, most people don't, they don't talk about money to, even to their kids. Hmm. That's interesting. You know, a lot of people that listen or especially to Law of Attraction Radio Network, they're coming with the huge desire to become a millionaire or a billionaire. And a lot of people are shocked that I, I don't really care. I just want to be comfortable. I just want to enjoy. So isn't that really what we're supposed to strive for? Not so much the dollar amount, but how we feel as you discovered or as you're teaching people, how we really feel. It's just not necessary. It's just good to be comfortable, right? Is that the premise? Well, I I think every single person has their own belief in terms right. of what that is okay right and I think that's where mental equivalency comes into play where I talk about that in the book as well because you're only going to acquire as much as you truly believe you can acquire right. so you you can say you want to be a millionaire but if you do not really and truly believe that you can be a millionaire or see yourself as a millionaire you will not be a millionaire all right now for myself, personally, I would love to be a billionaire. But the reason would be because of how much more good I could do in terms of who I could help. And I'm not talking about giving it away. I'm talking about being a support. I'm talking about helping change consciousness. Like and anything that. you do requires money. So in one regard, I am where you're at because I have to, I don't really think about money in terms of how much am I going to get or how much do I have to have I look at it more from a global aspect like wow if I had this this is how much more I could do or this is how many more people I could help or this is how many more people could experience a better life whatever that is for them doesn't necessarily have to be my level it's whatever is good for them Exactly. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. So it's now I would think that self esteem plays a lot into this. It, because if we don't feel like we're worthy, so how in the heck do we even start becoming worthy of the money flowing to us? How do we how do we change our mind? What, what's one of the exercises you give? Well, in terms of money itself, the first thing that I suggest people do is just pay attention to how much good is flowing into their life every single day. Oh, and keep that's track good. of it. So it could be somebody calls you up to take you out to dinner. It could be you suddenly get a rebate check in the mail that you weren't expecting. It could be that you get a gift. It could be that you get something from 
uh, like, okay, like I get a credit card offer that says, if you put so much money on your credit card, we'll give you $500. Yeah. I just and got it's like, and I mean, why not do it? I mean, I, I pay it off right away, but I take their $500. So it's, it's amazing how often we overlook how much prosperity and how much good there is. Yeah. Okay. We, we, it's easy for us to recognize when something isn't going well. So if you shift your focus, your attention to the positive, that would be your first step. Now, in terms of you personally, my suggestion is that the whole, the whole premise, if I believe, of spirituality is love yourself as you would love another. Okay? Now, most people do not have a whole lot of trouble with loving another. Where they run into difficulty is with loving themselves. And oh, boy, that's so true. And understanding how important loving yourself is. And, and I'm not talking about it being aggrandizement or boasting or I'm better than you. That's not the point. The point is you should be able to look in the mirror and say, I love you. I like you. I adore you. You are spectacular. You are magnificent. You are amazing. And believe it and feel it. So what I suggest is that every day a person would jot down something that they like about themselves, something that they love about themselves, something that they appreciate about themselves, and read it and put it somewhere and do that every day. Because sooner or later, you're going to start believing in what you're saying because you're coming up with it. You know, what is it that I really like about myself? So maybe it's just, I like my hair. So you're still on the right road because now you're thinking positive about yourself. What is it I love about myself? I love that I'm a good friend. It, it just can start from there and then you build on it because you're right. Self-esteem is important. And I don't think that we nurture people to have self-esteem. If anything, oh, we I nurture agree. people to be humble. There's nothing wrong with being humble, yeah. okay? Yeah. But you have to know who you are. You have to believe in yourself. You have to love yourself in order to allow yourself to receive. And that's what a lot of this is all about, being comfortable with receiving. How often do I find people who are happy giving gifts? When they get something, it's hard for them to say thank you. Yeah. Or, or it's hard for them to even accept it without having to justify it somehow. Yeah. Instead of just saying, wow, this is great. I'm so glad. <laughs> and, that's, and it's okay. It's okay that I love the fact that I just got something from someone unexpectedly. I deserve it. How, can you, how, how hard is it for people to say, I deserve something? Right. Right. So money... People don't recognize the different ways that we could have that money flow to us. I mean, it's not all about a nine-to-five job. Right. I know a lot of people are definitely afraid to risk going at them and have their own business for that fear. And it, it for me, having a business or two or three with all this other income coming in, it's like, wow, I really don't have to worry. I can really have um, 
a really good income mm -hmm. through diverse means. Yeah. I can even have cruises <laughs> that have people, speakers, come on, you know, I can do this radio show. I can do, so it's like, if you just open your eyes, you can see all these opportunities, but the trick is, how do you know you can do it if you haven't done it? That's my question to you. Well, I think that, Part of that is just coming to the belief that you're divine. Because if you believe that you're divine, then you believe that you're magnificent and you believe that you're capable of doing anything. Whether it's working for somebody else and being successful or working for yourself and being successful. What we find in our country is most people are indoctrinated right from the time they start school is what is your career going to be and who are you going to work for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And instead of what I, what I've told my children from day one and my grandchildren is what do you absolutely love doing now find a way to do that and you will be successful because you will be sharing your gift and your gift of service is what's going to compensate you accordingly because you're going to live to your fullest potential. Because you're going to love what you're doing. What I do, I love what I'm doing. I never feel like I go to work. Ever. I never feel like I'm working. Because I really and truly enjoy what I do. And I think that's really important. And I think that whole shifting part of in the book, there's a section that talks about I am divine intelligence, always acting intelligently. How do you feel when you hear that statement? How do you react to it? Can you live from that place? Part of what we do in this process is being able to evolve into that beingness. I don't think divine is outside of you. I think divine is your beingness, who you be. I like and, that. And the more you can be that, the more everything just flows through you. Yeah. It, it just flows. Yeah. And where the belief would then come because how could you not believe that you could do whatever you set your mind to? So you're right. In order for us to even have a business, we've kind of got to believe in ourselves and the product. I have experienced, if you don't believe that you are of service to other people, then you're you're not going to go anywhere isn't that the key i think so yeah I, I i think i think that's our purpose our purpose is to find what our gift is and how we are going to share that gift and it would be some form some form of service of some kind i mean just i mean if you think about it anything you do provide some kind of service to someone even if you're making something so I, I agree with you 100%. Absolutely. So that's, we, we need to know, we need to get something, but it's not about making money. It's, as Wayne Dyer said, it's like when you wake up in the morning, you, you say to the universe, what can I do for you? And the universe can only respond back. What can I do for you? So it's a mirroring thing. Mm -hmm. 
So if we go with the attitude of how I can help somebody today, what product do I have that can help someone achieve their goals, then there you go. Right. And, and that's how you end up being compensated. And money is the result. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah, money is the result. I mean, because everything, we couldn't go to a barter system like it was in ancient times. Realistically, we have to have money. So it's foolish to, to hate money. What it is smart to do is to understand its purpose and to understand our purpose. And that is limitless. And we, if we don't have the self-esteem, that's where we go to your book and we can start doing the practices that inform us because we don't even know we don't have the self-esteem. It, it, it helps us to go in the right direction where we can start feeling good about us. So it's about us first and then serving and then letting the money flow in because you're going to get compensated by serving and doing the best for another. Right. And then since there are ways to take advantage of how to use money, that's where the financial aspect of it comes into play. Because Uh instead of just you working for money, money can work for you if you learn how to put it to work. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And so often I forget about that. (laughs) Yeah. So what are some of the things that we can do to make money or have money work for us? Well, um, some of the simple concepts that are in the book, uh, I would say compound interest is probably one of the few things that people really recognize how powerful it is. Einstein said it was the eighth wonder of the world, and it really and truly is. Really? Yes. If you can understand how compounding works, you can become, everybody could become a millionaire. So, but, but, okay, I gotta, I gotta confess, I I know nothing about that. Can you explain it just a little bit so that we can, what, what does it have to do with? Well, it has to do with the fact that your money makes money. So in the idea of compounding, for example, all right, say you had a bank account and the bank account pays you interest. The interest gets added to what you originally put in. So the next time, then let's pretend we'll make it simple. You get interest every year. So you left that money in there. All right. So you say you started with a thousand dollars and you got a hundred dollars in interest. The following year, instead of you getting a hundred dollars in interest, you'd get $110 in interest. And it would just keep growing like that every single year because your interest would earn interest. That's compounding. Okay. And so obviously the bigger the numbers get, the more time you have, the more money your money is going to make. So you have to put money in the, an, an account that will accrue the interest. interest. Right. That'll pay you some interest. And it, there are all different types and again, now you're, you get into a place where you're looking at how much time do you have? How much risk are you willing to take? Understanding the different types of risks that there are. Okay, all of that I include in the, the different types of ways to invest, the different types of risks involved investing. 
because in my mind, there is no good or bad of anything. There is no right or wrong. It's what's suitable for you. So when you look at something, you can say, yeah, that feels right for me. Or you could say, no, that's not something I would want to do. And so even as an advisor, I don't tell people what to do. I teach them the choices. And then I give them the choices. And what they like, we do. And what they don't like, we don't do. And maybe it might not be exactly what I would do, but that's irrelevant. Because it has to be comfortable for you. It has to be right for you. Does it have to do with, um, like, Wall Street? Yeah, Uh, Yeah, it includes stocks and bonds and alternative investments, mutual funds, ETFs, alternatives, annuities, insurance, you name it. An entire, when I look at an individual, I don't look at financial planning. I look at life planning. Uh, right. And so when you look at life planning, now you have to look at every aspect, whether you're young or old, what your goals are, again, how much time you have, what your risk comfort is. And then when you break it all down, you just you have different components. You know, like, for example, why you why would you own life insurance? Well, if you're a young family and you have children. Yeah. Life insurance right now is cheaper than it's ever been, ever. And you want to know why? Why? Because because 20 years ago when I started in this business, the actuarial tables went to age 85. They figured you would die when you're 85 or 90. They now go to 120. Is that right? Correct. Oh, wow. So therefore, the insurance company is betting you're going to live longer. So if you're going to live longer, they don't need to take as much money because the chances of them paying out that death claim as early as they used to isn't there. So life insurance is at an all-time low. Now, that's not to say you still don't have to qualify, all right? I'm not saying that. Or your age doesn't count. It does. Your health counts. But even health, it, it goes far more than it used to. If you've got your health under control, you can still get some pretty good rates for insurance. Huh. Okay. And it's like every, that's what I say, with every product, there's a level of education that needs to be provided. And again, no right or wrong. It's, will this benefit you or not? Is it good for you or not? Do you like it or not? I'm okay with all of it, as long as I do my job, which is teaching you all of your options. So I, I'm, amazed that they do not have you teaching high school students about financial planning. Um, that's something I didn't get while I was in high school. Well, I, I have done it. Um, when I used to live in San Diego, my kids were still in school at that time. So I knew the high school, I knew the middle schools, and I used to do presentations there. Wow, um, good for you. So in Texas, I'm just in the process now of really meeting people so that, because I'm more than willing to do it. It isn't about the money, okay? It really is just about teaching children. And as I said before, the lights go on. You can, I've had kids sit in those classes who are so astute and they get it that I'll guarantee you that, because I tell them from your very first job, save 10% of what you make. If you make $50, you save $5. 
right? I don't care. And if you do that, my son was a perfect example. By the time he was 21, he owned his own house. He was debt-free. He had a 401k plan. He had a savings plan when he was 21 years old. Now, there isn't any reason why anybody can't do that. It just takes a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of discipline. And to know you're doing it for yourself. Right. Do you realize the one thing you don't do is pay yourself first? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it in your budget? I mean, I, I tell people who are going for a job interview, okay, so you have your thing, you know how much money you're going to have to make. Did you put 10% in there for you? Was that on your, in your line? Most times not. But it should be. That's so true. So you're saying everyone can be a millionaire. Or a billionaire. Everybody has the capabilities of doing it, but they just don't know how. And they're not currently, or at least they didn't in my youth, teach you how to do it. And that should be part of the graduation is that you need that financial plan. So they're not really preparing people about money. Isn't that sad? It's very unfortunate. I agree with you. It is sad. And I see it's changed a little bit. Like a couple of my grandchildren, and again, they're in, I think they're in special classes. You know how you have different classes, like for gifted children? Oh, yeah. Like like my one grandson was actually uh, given a set dollar amount, and he had to follow stocks and do trading, and he was in fifth grade. Oh, wow. But that's the exception. Yeah, not the the rule. (laughs) Yeah, most kids don't even out of high school know how to balance a checkbook. Don't understand how important it is to establish credit, but to manage it. Um, And those are just key things. And to your point of anybody, anybody can be whatever they want. You don't have to be a millionaire to be really, really happy. Yeah, you aren't. But they're living the life they want to live. And that's the first thing, figuring out what it is you really want and what you're willing to do in order to get it. This is so important. And this is why I think I'm going to just tell everybody right now, if you're looking for a gift, you need to purchase this book to give as a Christmas gift or a New Year's gift. You really do because people need to know how to, well, in this day and age, this is how you're going to fulfill your life. It's not the only thing, but if you don't have the money and you're stressing out about it, it's, it's just not worth it. It's, it's matter of fact, I can, I'm going to have to buy three or four copies of this book because I've got friends right now that I'm going to give them to. (laughs) This is so important. We don't have to live our life stressed about money. We can simply learn how to manage it. And there's little tricks that I got a feeling that you know all about who's going to, it's not that difficult. Is that what you're telling us? It's not that difficult. Absolutely. It's not difficult. It is not difficult at all. Everybody could do it if they want to. Okay, so I've met very few in my life who don't want to to be successful. Well, 
it's, it's interesting because they may want to, but there's like I was telling about those belief systems. Sometimes it's really hard to get past that. And I can give you another example. I have a friend of mine, and we've been friends for, oh gosh, I don't even know how long. And I, we always talked about my finances. I've never managed her finances. She's never done what I told her to do. And she helped me do the cover for this book because she's an artist. And she took the pictures. And so she read the book. She got done reading the book and she said to me, oh my God, Kathy, I can't believe it. I get it. All this time, I wasn't listening to you. That very same day, she opened an account with me. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my God. Just the fact that you get it. I'm so thrilled that you would feel better because she's been carrying around so much stress and angst and fear for so long. And that's really what this is about, okay? But I, if I can give you anything, I want you to be happy. I want you to love your life. I want you to have the prosperity not only you deserve, but you desire. So it's going to be whatever it works for you. It's not going to be mine. It's going to be yours. You know, again, I want to say this. If you know one person, one person that's struggling who's just so desperate, then why not just pick a, a copy of this book up, buy it, give it to them? They may not pick it up right away, but they have something that's going to hit them right between the eyes one of these days, and they're going to be um, just so happy that they have this. You can help... All of my listeners out there, you can help a person mm -hmm. to totally change their life and their self-esteem and their family's life. This is so important. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it really is desperately important. And as I'm saying this, I'm seeing pictures of people in my mind who need the simplicity of what you're teaching mm -hmm. them. Yeah. So that they can grasp. They too have this ability to create the money, to manifest this money in their life if they know the little tricks of, the, of, of making money. And even the knowledge itself helps overcome the fear. Ah. Because so often when people just, even if they listen to things, they're overwhelmed by all of the terminology and all the anacronyms, which I explain as simply as I can, so that when you're done, you feel like you have enough information that you can at least, I don't know, maybe necessarily carry on a conversation, but you can feel differently. You won't feel so lost or scared because it's beyond anything you've ever learned before. And, and I'm talking about real simple terms like stocks and bonds. I can't tell you how many people really don't know what they mean. Wow. Right? And, and just getting that little bit of information makes it so much easier to even make a decision to do something. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of fear. Uh, about which way do I go and not knowing. Now, you still take clients, yes. private sessions? 
Yep, I still have clients. I do. Great. And and people can go to your website to find out more about you. The website address is? For the book is um, lovingmoney.net. And for my, if they want information about finances, um, my is yourpathfinancial.com. Yourpathfinancial.com. Okay, great. And then lovingmoney.net. Okay, so we have that. Uh, If you're watching the video, we have that down there. And we also have it in the show notes if you're listening on the radio. So this is so, so powerful. Um, And again, this is how you can help someone who is truly suffering from the lack of money. Because there's no reason why we can't learn, mm-hmm. right? At any age, whether they could be 70 years old too, it doesn't matter. That's true. And, and that's a good point because I've had clients come to me who are older and I'll say, it, it's irrelevant. Age is irrelevant. Mindset is what makes a difference. And it doesn't matter when you do something so long as at some point in time you do something. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, Kathleen Kemp. I, I am so, so appreciative of what you are bringing to the world um, to make them just appreciate that they can do it. They can. Everybody can do it. And it, it's you don't have to be poor. If you understand. So this is exactly what everybody needs to hear. And I'm very grateful to you. This is going to to, uh, literally change the way people think about money and themselves. I sure hope so. And I really appreciate you having me on your show. Um, I hope that by us reaching out to more people, there will be happier more successful, but just plain dancing in the streets, goodness in their lives. That's that would be wonderful. This is the perfect season for it too. I just love this. I love it. So thank you so much for taking the time and being with us today. And I'm thrilled to get this message out to everyone. Everyone, I've got to go buy books right now. I mean, I, I'm sold. I've, I've got people I'm going to give them to. <laughs> I got them. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. And I hope you come back on so that we can continue this conversation and maybe get down deeper into a particular subject about okay. money. All right? All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.